Today's episode is going to be the first part of a two-part series that I'm doing, paying homage to my grandparents. I'm calling this series 3295B. That's the house number of my grandparents' home, which also happens to be my childhood home because I grew up with my grandparents while my parents were working in their younger years. And a lot of my character and my foundational memories are owed to my grandparents and to their home. And so this is the first part of the series and it's called Sophie's Rose. My grandparents' home has changed a lot over the years. When I look back at family pictures, while my father was still a young boy, it was a tapestry of brown, beige, and gray. These chestnut-colored bricks, caramel sand, and cold gray concrete and asbestos. And as my father grew older, the sand in the front yard was replaced with a patch of grass, which was his duty to tend to. When you walk into my grandparents' home today, though, the grass is no longer there. The grass where my friends and I used to do handstands, play with our toys, and share sandwiches and juice prepared by my grandmother. Instead, you're met with red and black checkered paving in the front yard, with a black washing lion propped up near the neighboring wall. One thing still remains, though. My grandmother's rosebush, standing in silent solitude in the corner of the yard facing her bedroom. Velvet red petals and glossy green leaves. Landscapes and paint colors aren't the only things that change with time. Relationships and their depth can change dramatically too. I don't know how I went from being the busiest bee, spending hours with my friends in the streets of Midlands, looking for the best place to get a kota, or going to Justice's hair salon to relax my hair, or being in my dad's old bedroom with my grandfather hearing the countless stories of his life. How I went from this to slowing down my pace and making the transition into probing into my grandmother's life. I'm big on stories, hearing them especially. And my grandmother didn't seem to have as great an affinity to storytelling as my grandfather did. Maybe I just didn't give her the space to be a storyteller. And so I started asking her questions. And she started telling me stories. She told me stories of her youth, as Uma Ben. Her big family, her quiet and stern mother, her loving and chaotic father, and her many siblings some of whom I knew, like Ukokshutu, Nokokoti, but others that I'd never before heard of. She told me stories of her childhood, the overly protective sister who dealt with anyone that messed with her siblings. She told stories of her anger, how her neighbor used to taunt her daily on her way to work until she snapped one day. The rest is history. 
She told stories of her joy. Meeting my grandfather on a train through a mutual friend, getting married, having my father and my aunt. She told stories of her work, domestic jobs because she didn't finish school, and managing the upkeep of offices at the bank that she worked at before she retired. She told stories of her faith, how her relationship with God calmed the raging storm she'd carried within her for so many years. I remember visiting her in September last year, during our third term break. I was fasting for the first time and my grandmother was amazed and pleasantly surprised. It was almost as if the tables had turned. She watched me read the Bible in the mornings and afternoons, the same way I'd watched her do the same thing on the chair behind her door in her bedroom while I was growing up. That week, we chatted the days away, shared scriptures and encouragement. We had found a new joy in each other and in our faith. My grandmother isn't a florist, but I'm convinced that I'm Sophie's rose, gently and delicately blossoming around the concrete. After years of gentle pruning and plucking and a sea of changes, I see many parts of my grandmother in myself. Her youthful anger, her roller coaster relationship with God, and her beaming pride. Roses are pretty picky with whom they flourish. My dad says some people just have the right hands to handle roses. And I think my grandmother does too.